Welcome everybody to Fantastic Gatherings of Unfantastic People. Today we have a very special episode. We are going to record special episodes with, as much as possible, as long as they're, they are available, David Jimenez and Sarah Jimenez, assuming you took his last name. Sadly, yes. <laughs> I am sorry to hear that. <laughs> so we are going to be reviewing um, the new Game of Thrones Season 8. Uh, right now we are in the first episode and um, review that and they are going to teach me everything that I have missed in the last, uh, what, eight years? Uh, it, was, it started in uh, 2011. 2011. I wasn't even born <laughs> then. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. you know what? Um, I'm really excited about this, and the, I, I I got I got so many pages. <laughs> there are all those questions. Pages. So uh, many pages, and this is just one notebook <laughs> of one episode. So, uh, first first off, I yes. do want to I, I do want to say, how how do you guys feel about this last episode? It was very it was very informal, so uh, it didn't have like super crazy action in it. Right, but for it being the first episode of a new season and showing everybody together was a really big deal. What I liked is in this episode, for the first time since probably season one, a lot of the people came together again. So there were some really just big, important moments. Right, right. I did hear about that a lot of these people haven't met each other since the first season. Uh, are there any of them that haven't met each other, uh, haven't seen each other since the uh, first episode? Yes, uh, yeah. Aya and Snow, Jon Snow. They haven't seen each other since the second episode, and uh, oh, wow. John and Bran haven't seen each other since the first episode. Okay, you know what? And this is going to express how much of a noob I am, how much I don't know. The only one person that you have named that I do know is Snow. Yeah, he's really famous. That's fair, because he's in the uh, Mazda commercial, if I'm not mistaken. He's in a commercial. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, no, I mean they kind of see each other, but um, there's an episode I can't remember which one. Um, Bran is trying to. Uh, he's on like his own little quest, and he kind of cross paths with the Night's Watch. That's where John is located. Oh yes, he's on the right. wall. Uh, that's those are the people who guard it. Uh, they're fighting in a town and he's off Bran is off to the side and he's trying to decide he can either go to John and be with him or he has to continue on his quest mm. and so he sees John but he John does not see him okay and for all the people that don't know who Bran is who's Bran oh uh, yeah so Bran is uh, uh, Ned Stark's son Oh, and Ned Stark is the where? What is he? What's his proper title? So Ned Stark was like the Lord of the North. So he was in charge of Winterfell. Right. And up until now, he was believed to have been Jon Snow's father. Right. That is a big reveal. Well, no, not recently, but to Jon Snow. Towards yes. the ending of the uh, yes. We found this out at the end of season seven, and it was now informed to Jon Snow of his true parents now, in this episode. that does go over a few questions. Oh, you know what? No, that is the first question that I have. 
Jon Snow and I might be saying this ra- name wrong. Daenerys. No, you got it. Daenerys. Yeah. Uh, what's her t- uh, her uh, name? It, Daenerys. Uh, she has a whole bunch of names, oh, okay. but just the most important one is Daenerys Targaryen. Targaryen. That's the one I was searching for. Thank you. Um, are are they brother and sister? No, he is. Oh, go ahead. Okay. So let's go back a little bit. So (laughs) to understand this, you need to know kind of who everybody is and where they fit in. So Ned Stark, who we believe to have been Jon Snow's dad originally, is the brother of, what's her name? Lyanna, Lyanna Stark. Lyanna Stark was Ned Stark's sister or brother, whichever way you want to look at it. And that is Jon Snow's mom. Mom. And what happened was, in secret, she got married to Rhaegar Targaryen, which is the eldest brother of Daenerys. Oh! So they're auntie and nephew. Yes. Wow. Who are banging. Yes. Wow. Yes. They look like they have a good rapport. As well, I, I will say that, which is a little embarrassing for them. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel embarrassed for them because um, that, coming into this episode, that I did kind of know, but I, I did hear on one side, oh, they're brother and sister. On the other side, oh, they're um, auntie and nephew. Um, so it's kind of like, oh man, they look like so, oh man, I can't wait to get to the bedroom with you alone yeah. kind of deal. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he finds out after stuff has been. After everything. Yeah, after stuff. It's happens. like um, uh, Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you think when they start banging again? No. <laughs> <laughs> that that was uh, that that was pretty intense. That yeah. that was uncomfortable. Yeah, that I'm was like, uncomfortable for me. I like the way that they shot it though, because they have it they're they're shooting down where they have all these statues of uh, The reveal to Jon Snow. Yeah. They're shooting in front of these statues of family members. Which was Ned Stark. They were in front of Ned Stark's statue, right? Yeah. Okay. One thing that I really liked about that, which is pretty symbolic, when Jon Snow left in the very first episode of the entire series, as he was saying goodbye to Ned, um, Ned basically was saying, like, you know, we'll meet again up here sort of a thing Uh and so for him to have this realization that ned's not actually his father it made this huge big deal that it was you know right in front of his grave where like essentially they're meeting again up in winterfell oh so while he's meeting up with ned stark he assumes that it's still his dad well i shouldn't say like that he um still sees him as his current father Without question, this guy that we'll get into later, um, it's like, I, you know that that chick you've been banging, she she's your she's your aunt, and he's like, wait, what? No, no he I, doesn't, I, he doesn't, he doesn't like, say that. He doesn't sound like that. Pretty no, similar, I don't think but... anybody sounds like that, but I do like talking like that when we're talking about like uh, Game of Thrones stuff and Hobbit and uh, yeah. and um, whatever type type of fantasy world. I, I always talk like that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that that unfortunately I did know a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I was able to jump in with a little bit of knowledge of my own, right? 
I don't know much. So, okay, um, these are just notes, so I'm going to try to say them as well as possible because I was watching it and writing down at the same time. Okay. okay. Lord Umbud. Lord Umbud. Okay. Oh! Okay, so that little child. There, that little child. Okay, everybody meets two. up. There's two uh, that you see in the beginning. It's a male. A male. Okay, yeah. go ahead. A male. So there was a meeting, and um, it was Daenerys, Jon Snow, and... Sansa. Santa? Sansa. Sansa? Sure. Sansa. Sansa? The yeah. way that they say it. I was trying to say it the way that they say it with an accent. You don't have an accent. You I, can't do an accent. No. So just stop. Sansa? Sansa. <laughs> uh, so Shaka Khan. Um, yeah. And then they're, they're all <laughs> and, uh, at the head of the table. Yes. Or at the head of the meeting. And then, yeah, uh, the uh, Sansa was like, Lord Umbud. So... <laughs> You know, everybody talks in an accent. I don't know what the hell they're saying, and I don't have closed captioning oh. <laughs> when I'm uh, pirating these videos. <laughs> um, so, so it's that redheaded child. They call him Lord, which kind of implies that he is the ruler of a specific piece of land. What's up with that? So, these people have been fighting a lot lately. Um, like when the Boltons took over Winterfell. They made them all go to battle. So you see a lot of, like, there's two children who are now, like, lords and ladies of these different towns that are associated with the North. Right. Um, and that is basically just because they're in charge now. The original lords and ladies, their parents are no longer around, so that kind of falls on their shoulders. Wow, so, like, they don't have an aunt or uncle or... Somebody no, adult. at this point, they typically will have, like, people there advising them. Right, okay. But, essentially, they're in charge of everything. Honestly, what I wanted to hear is that it was a group of children. Like, uh, no. in Netherland. In, no. um, in, in um, ne- Netherland? Peter oh, Pan? Oh, Neverland, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that's what I wanted to hear, and no. I was really rooting for that. I don't know how much <laughs> fantasy this is. I was like, oh, man, I'm a little disappointed right There's now. There's not that much magic. There's really not that much magic. The only thing that's weird is you got uh, sophisticated zombies, uh, regular zombies, and some dragons. That's all I see when he goes <laughs> there there's a there's like a witch lady and she has some kind of magic. I know she can like she makes herself younger in one episode. She gives birth to like this black uh, uh, spirit. And that okay. goes off and kills someone. Um, what else? And uh, she had to develop a, an assassin, so she gave birth to it. Yes, she wow. gives birth to it. Uh, and do, do, do you know which season this is? Uh, I want to say three at the top of my head, but I'm not quite sure. Sounds mm. about right. It, it's a little bit later into the the show. And okay. um, there's a I can't remember his name right now, but there is someone. Uh, he has a priest with him, and he he was constantly bringing him back to life. He is linked up with that lady, so there is this thing called the Lord of Light, and that Lord is what these people follow, and the witch, she's, they call her the Red Witch, and she gets her powers through the Lord of Light, and she does his work, so it's not her that has the power, it's him working through her, so everything is through the fire, and blood, and everything. So there is a Dark Lord to worship that, that that's who they i wouldn't worship? necessarily say a dark lord not everybody in this realm 
they believe they call them the seven gods. So that's their oh. like religion. You know, I didn't even think about ask like looking that up. Like, what's up? Do they have a theology that they yeah. follow? So oh, they okay. have. It's either the seven gods or the old gods. And my guess is that sort of like how in Christianity and like Judaism, there's the Old Testament and the New Testament, yeah. where they're similar and you have the connections, but they're but there slightly are different. Yeah. So oh, most I, people there are the follow. Either the old lord, like old gods, or the gods of the seven. See, the way I th- thought about it was with uh, Kronos, if I'm not mistaken, that was Zeus's uh, father. <laughs> so the Titans, and then you had the uh, the uh, Olympics, uh, Olympia, yeah. <laughs> the gods of Olympic. Uh, so they, Olympia. There's that. There's even some random ones, like the Iron Islands have the drowning god, mm. and that's uh, when you are like being crowned, they'll drown you in the sea. And uh, they'll bring you back, and they'll let you. They'll like you have you fight for your life, and you come back. Oh, so they, that's, they believe when that's you come hardcore. Yeah, when you come back, you're you're stronger. You're are a any of these warrior. are any of these gods except for the Lord of Light? Um, ha- have any um truth to them in this universe? I mean, there you don't see any of them. There's not really like a they come down and do anything it's more but, just like a religion that they believe in and but, but you have uh kind of like backing with the uh the lord of the light so so you have people that like say um oh, but then again they could just be worshiping this magic that has nothing to do with any yeah. entity okay a lot right, of people don't believe in that just because they do say it's witchcraft and they don't want to right be involved in that so no, I dig that. I dig that. people do kind of look down on those who follow him <laughs> still <laughs> yeah uh, it's just a little bit of a uh, truth current truth um depicted in fantasy i do like that uh one thing um that i really liked in the beginning still in the same setting the three heads at this table um i'm gonna try to remember her name ashanti ashanti claire <laughs> no uh john snow's sister Sansa. Sansa, thank you. Sansa. <laughs> you are close. Sansa. Um, so Shishini, you have uh, Daenerys and uh, Jon Snow. So you have uh, Daenerys. Uh, okay, so Sansa was like, what do dragons e- even eat? And then Daenerys is like, whatever they want. Yeah. Oh my, Like, I don't know much about what's happening. Like, I really don't. So, but right there, you can see... Um, what's up with you even being here? Uh, Sansa to Daenerys and Daenerys like, uh, this is everything. This is my everything. I do what I want. I do as I please. Yeah. So in the last episode, uh, John finds out about Daenerys and goes and tries to get her help, but she doesn't want to help him unless he surrenders and bends the knee. That's the term, oh, right. uh, to her. And, uh, so she is the head honcho of everything. Um, and Sansa, Sansa, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't like that. Right. So, I uh, mean, what? That's, that's that little she's backstory queen, behind right? it. Is she a queen? So, oh, oh. Jon Snow was crowned king of the north. See, that, that's why I was thinking she was queen, because he was king. Yeah, he She's leaves. the lady. So the, she, the north is one of the realms? Because I know there's seven realms, right? Yes. And the north itself yeah. is classified as a realm. Okay, I yeah. see it. I see it. Yeah. So, essentially, so he left to go try to like enlist Daenerys and all of her dragons and everything to help them against 
the White Walkers who are now coming across the wall. And the way to do that was by bending the knee. And so the North already, they don't like outsiders. They're very, they don't trust people that they don't know because they've had so much happen up there. Like the Boltons came, took them a whole bunch, like took out a whole bunch of them. So they finally trusted the Northerner, Jon Snow, up there as, you know, their king. And now they find out that he bent the knee and essentially gave up his crown to That's all they're focusing on. Her. And now she's there taking over with thousands and thousands of you Uh, know, people like armies like the Dothraki, the Unsullied, and now the dragons. So there's just a lot of tension right now. Man, I bet. She's very powerful. As you can see. She's extremely powerful. Daenerys. Daenerys. Uh, the Unsullied are they were born. They were taken from their homes when they were young. They're like uh, toddlers, and they were raised uh, to just be nothing but warriors. They give, they take away their names, and they give them like, uh, uh, like, like garbage names, just to remind them that they're nothing but warriors. So, right. uh, I don't remember the exact number, but there's, what was they it? cut their balls off too. Uh, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> they, they they don't have anything down there. Uh, so. Which is kind of counterproductive to making yourself warriors. Yeah. Because, uh, I, I know we're in fantasy land, mm-hmm. but that's where a lot of testosterone. Um, I can't say it comes from, but it, it sure does help. I, I know <laughs> it messes with the testosterone level build. I mean, it makes them a tiny bit faster. They don't have to carry that weight, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much weight to carry, so. <laughs> so there's them. That's, that kind of shows their uh, right. how strong they are. And then the Unsullied, uh, they are just, like, they kill for sport. The Dothraki. The Dothraki, sorry. They kill for sport. And so this whole time you were saying the Unsullied it the was Unsullied actually... Is the Unsullied is the one without the balls. Oh, okay. And okay. the Dothraki, Dothraki. Uh, they, uh, they're, like, they're their own warriors. Uh, at, like, for example, at Daenerys' wedding, when she got married to uh, Khal Drogo. Uh, uh, you, is, you mean Aquaman? Aquaman. Okay, right. Um, at her wedding, uh, there was I forgot his name. Her right hand man, whatever. I forgot his name right now. Um, while they were there, he was explaining that like it's not a good wedding unless three people die. That just shows how crazy. How, they are. Yeah, how just like and yeah. I- I'm They're trying to put that in ass. context. Like, what makes you think that this is a thing? Like, <laughs> when she was pregnant with Cal Drogo's. Um, was child yes the child um got eaten up by dragons she birthed it and it was all covered with scales and was all weird and stuff. yeah she got involved with some weird witch down there and she did some crazy shit uh but anyways they made her eat the heart of a horse to see how strong she was and that helped determine if she could eat the entire heart without throwing it up then that means that the baby that she was carrying is going to be like the strong right. male who basically is like the new Khal Drogo and is going to right. be this massive thing. So just essentially making her eat a horse's heart, you kind uh, of have a picture of <laughs> how yeah. the Dothraki are as a whole. So imagine <laughs> 9,000 of them and a 9,000 on Sully and two dragons. They, they were all the ones marching in. in the the those are the people right. marching in, yes. Right, except for the dragons, they flew in like badasses, <laughs> which I really like. Uh, so, Lady, okay, so Shawshank <laughs> and uh, Lord Tyrion 
Jeffrey's wedding. What happened there? So. What's up with that? They were married. Right. Against either of them's will. Uh, so they Favorite hated. Marriage. They hated Joffrey. Joffrey, um, for anyone who has watched Game of Thrones, everybody hates him. He's just an asshole. Like, he <laughs> fucks with people for fun. Um, at his wedding, he basically got poisoned and died. And it was a really horrific scene. And Sansa took off right after it started happening. Wait, wait, okay, so who got married against their will? Uh, Sansa and Tyrion. Oh, okay, just making sure I, so, I, yeah, it wasn't. They were Jeffrey's both married wedding. against okay. their will. So then, so then she used Sansa used this opportunity to run away. She used it to run away. She uh, she got on a ship and took off. But Tyrion didn't know, and he stayed, and he was just like watching what happened as it was happening. And while uh, Joffrey was dying, and they were everyone's watching him, he went to the cup that he drank out of, and he picked it up and. What's her name? What is Cersei. Jo- Cersei, the mother of Joffrey, just saw him pick it up and just assumed. Oh, and her no. word, everyone believed. So right. she just starts screaming that he did it, he did it. And that's how they got separated. Uh, uh, Tyrion and Sansa. Uh, that's how they got separated. And they haven't seen each other since then. And now they get reconnected on this episode. Right, which is like a lot of reconnection on yeah, this episode. And a lot of time has passed from that wedding to then and a lot of stuff happens between both characters. What season would you say that was on? Mm. 6 5 somewhere around there. Around 6 or 5. Okay, I like it. They I all like kind it. of blurred together mm-hmm. at this point. <laughs> I, I I totally understand when that. When you rewatch it and you're going through episodes, it's like, "Wow, I'm already here, but it's only 3 <laughs> episodes in." Um okay, uh uh Tyrion's sister Tyrion's sister sister. is Cersei, who is the queen right now. And she is the queen in King's Landing. The whole nother The redhead? No. No, it's the blonde who stays there, the one who said the whole, uh, you can buy a whore, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So the one that wanted elephants. Yes. Okay, uh, oh, awesome. So their brother and sister? Yes. Yes. It, it was bugging me. That's why I wrote it. Thank you for that. We'll, we'll get to the, the, okay. that scene later. Um, so, what is up with that white tree with the face in the middle of it? <laughs> that represents that? the gods. So, that's all, like all their relic. Yes. So all, that's, seven of them, right? All seven? That's where they go to do their praying and their meditating. Oh, okay. So, it's a very symbolic Only royalty place. or everybody? All the community? Everybody. Okay. Everybody, but they just show the main people that really. nobody wants to see those the, they usually the have yeah. like their like special own trees kind of like tucked into the castles like at king's landing and stuff okay, they have their own little one there but they're usually kind of thrown why throughout. is there a face on it though symbolism yeah they, there's a there's more to it like it formed somehow i i don't remember it's like it's they go more into detail in the books about how it gets its face but I just okay. from the show, it's just there, and it's too much just to go into it. So they just go, "Here's a face." There you Have go. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what is Jon Snow's little sister name? Arya. Arya. So Arya and Jon Snow meet up. I'm assuming again, be just because uh, context, uh, seeing that everybody's meeting up again. Mm. Um, 
uh, she, she asked, how did you survive a knife to the heart? And he said he didn't. What's up with that? So, a couple seasons back, this was back when he was the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Right. So, this was kind of after the whole thing with, like, the White ro- <laughs> white Walkers became a thing. And he saw that this was a big threat they're having. He knew that they needed to get all of, um... Uh, the Dragonglass? No. The people... Oh, the um, the Wildlings. Yes. He knew that he had to get all the Wildlings on the other side of the wall because they didn't stand a chance. So if they left the wild wings on the other side of the wall, they would die and now become a part of the dead. Are they the a, dead. People? a people? Yes. The, okay. the wild wings are essentially just the people who live on the north side of the wall. They're the oh, okay. folk. They're, yes. they're, they don't have any lords. They don't have any uh, kings or anything like that. They're oh. just a group of people. So uh, I'm, I'm sorry, and this might derail a bit, but when does this um uh what is his name again the uh the the white walker king the night king night king um when does he become a threat when does everybody realize that oh this is an actual threat coming upon um john snow realizes it first when he is up north when he is pretending to be part of the wild wings um he, they kind of so he went in there kind of covert operation get everybody to trust them to come to the other side uh not at that at the same time so he essentially went up there just on a regular mission with the night's watch and they all got like separated and they kind of came back together as like prisoners of the wildlings and at this point his old lord commander was with him and said the only way you're going to survive is if you basically make them believe that you want to be a free folk. So he told them to kill him, which they did. They got into combat, and Jon Snow killed the commander, and then was kind of playing the other side, like, I want to be part of the free folk, blah, 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 all sorts of stuff. So Uh he kind of got inside to their battle lines and kind of learned how they live, and he actually fell in love with one of the lady wildlings. Because she was cute. Yes. It's funny how you fall in love with cute people. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I think I did derail. I, I want to know what is up with the knife to the heart. Oh, yes. So, he brought a whole bunch of the wildlings over to the other side of the wall, so where they live, and basically gave them land that nobody's living on right now. Right. Because So that way they could be safe and not turn into the White Walkers, and hopefully when the time comes, they would fight with them. And a bunch of the people in the Night's Watch were pissed because... There's a lot of history between them fighting in the past. So when okay. they came over, there's naturally going to go ahead. And, like, during this time, they would go out on missions past the wall, and the wildlings would, like, try to attack those scouts of so the then, Night's Watch. So then Jon Snow has a history of necessary evils. Yeah. Yes. So, so to speak. So it's they, not really they come evil. over... They're they're on the our our side of the wall, the safe side, and a bunch of people in the Night's Watch uh, plan an attack on Jon Snow, and they essentially they just start one after another for the Night's Watch stab 
another one for the wow. next watch stab and they, they're stabbing them all over and uh, eventually like they stab him in the heart and so his friends that he still has at the night's watch uh they get him they drag him inside and the the red witch is there um and she's kind of trying to work on him and there was some talk about bringing people back and uh someone mentions it and she's like i'll see what i can do it's not a it's not 100 percent, but i'm gonna try it so she tries some things and it's not looking good uh-huh. and then uh just that towards the end of the episode boom he's back it worked Wow. Okay, so that's what it me- what what he meant when he said I didn't because he actually died. Wow. And he was dead for like half an episode. And from from that point before, when you're dead, you're dead. Like there's a couple main people, they're gone and there's zero chance of them coming back and right. like a bunch of people who just died throughout the show. When they're dead, it's like, oh, there he goes. They're gone. So when John was gone, we were like, yeah, oh, oh my God, God, he's gone. I fucking love John Snow. Wow. And then he comes back and we lost our minds. And like, you're like, oh, my God, I just bought a Mazda and now John <laughs> Snow is dead. Okay. Uh, but um, how, how does Aria, 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 Aria find out? Was she there or she just got news? She just got news. Okay. A lot of it's through ravens. Anything happens, a raven oh. is sent. Uh, for war, for any kind of news, right. they use. I, I did notice that um, um, Shansha <laughs> Shayshank uh, did read something that was obviously. Yeah, Shake Shack uh, got I, a letter. <laughs> <laughs> she gets. A, they, I would assume uh, the pigeon, but okay, ravens. So they all get ravens. So when uh, that happened, I actually think she was just near someone who got a raven. I don't think she directly got a raven. Uh, w- w- with that scene, yeah, it doesn't show. She just has this letter. She also... So Arya went through what's... She... Yeah. So here's another god. It's the many-faced gods uh, people believe in. Um, she is now, like, one of the people who believe in the many-faced gods. So essentially, you're just a skilled assassin. You can take the face That's of anyone you choose. Like, yeah. Um like super skilled fighter everything they their art is blending in not being noticed right so what you've seen the last several episodes is she just kind of sulks around kind of in the background so my guess is people were talking about it and she just kind of overheard because she's that's just what she does she's kind of just always in the background listening she has a gluttony for information i'm sure yeah if you notice in the beginning of the episode uh, when they all ride into the center of the town, it's there's a row of the family. You see, uh, not Snow. Uh, you see Sansa. You see Bran. Uh, you you see you see all of them lined up. But right. Arya, she was out in the middle watching everybody ride in. Yep. And in the beginning of the episode, or the beginning of the show, you see her the, doing that too. She's just kind of off. She's not even, so from the very beginning, she's already like that. And right. now she learned that that's a very good skill. Yeah, she so blends she, in. She just found that she has a knack for that. And that, and the, the many faced god, real quick. The many faced god it also shows that little bit of magic, I guess, because it's not just like uh, holding a face up to your face and going, "Oh, I'm Mark." It, oh, you, yeah. you act like they, they, they get that character to like play like as Arya. You know what I mean? Right. So it, it it's like a it's real. They they they. She sounds like them. She. Uh, acts like them uh that's the kind of magic there with that's the many cool. face god yeah um uh so i i did 
I got I got a little note right here. I don't know how much this means, but what is the story with the queen, which I just learned is uh, Tyrion. 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 Tyrion's uh, sister, um, and the man with the ocean fleet. Oh. So you have this big armada coming in, and for whatever reason, what's up with that? Well, not necessarily that. But you can see that there was some sort of an agreement. Is there more behind that? So, back to season seven, pretty much like the last episode. This is when Jon Snow had tried to convince them to stop the fighting for the throne and team up to defeat the real threat from the north, which is the White Walkers. Right. She was like, okay, yes, you're right. You'll have my army, blah, 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 blah. So they leave thinking like, She's coming with them. She's coming to protect them. Then she turns around and is like, we're not doing anything. We're staying right here where it's safe. We'll let them all go get killed and or kill each other and then yeah. do her own thing. So she uses... She's waiting for them to get weak. Yeah. So she uses the Iron Bank, which is basically just a, the giant bank that she kind of has control of because she's the queen. So okay. she uses a ton of that to go buy a whole bunch of swords, and Euron who is the uncle of um uh Yara and Theon Greyjoy which are the ones from the Iron Islands um he's like he's bad he wants to basically be king so he's trying to get with Cersei right yeah we all saw that happen um, <laughs> oh, but, put a baby in you, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very yeah. weird. Was but very he weird. goes and kind of helps to get these cell swords to come over and essentially fight alongside Cersei. But there's no, like, from season two upwards, any history. Like, we've just find out about him in season seven. Okay. So he's yeah. a fairly new character. So, it sounded like you did name the girl that was in the ship in bondage. So, Euron, you said he was uncle. He did talk about, you're the only family that matters that I can talk to. So, she was the one that was just named, what was her name again? Yara. Yara. Euron Yara. She's his niece. Right. Um, Why is she, like, all cuffed up? So, she was on a ship with Theon. And they were going back to, um, no, no. Yes. So they had just, um, Yara and Theon. Theon is her brother. Um, they are, like, I guess the leaders of the, uh, people of the Iron Islands. And they were gonna go take their ships to go help, um, Daenerys and Jon and everyone. Uh, Euron, who has already pledged himself to Cersei, he thinks that he has rights to that throne. So essentially he went and started a fight with them, captured Yara, and then took over and brought them there. So she's just trapped because he's help- keeping her hostage. Yeah, because she obviously doesn't have any place to go. <laughs> no, yeah. People are like really tough in this show and you just kind of, you, you blends in and you just kind of you don't even think about it, but um, you're on his men, no matter uh, if it's, if they're on his side or not. He takes out their tongues so they don't talk back. 
that's the reason why he said you're the only person I can talk to. Oh, yeah. thank you for that. I, yeah, yeah, he, I didn't know that. I, I wouldn't even have known that that has content to it. Mm-hmm. I just thought like, oh, he's above talking to anybody and it adds else. On to how crazy people are in the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, um, okay, so, um, ah, oh, crap. What's her name? Just describe her. We'll figure it out. Well, what's his name? <laughs> Ty- Tyron's sister. Cersei. 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 Um, she is sitting on this throne made of, full, uh, of a whole bunch of uh, swords. Is that the throne? That, that everybody is, the is, is um That's when everyone's trying to get. Everybody's trying to get. Yeah. Um, that throne is movable. It's not necessarily the land, even though it's kind of like all of the land or what is up with that what what is up does does that thing move was it originally somewhere else or no that that's where it was at that's okay. that's the place so king's landing is kind of like the place to be oh king's I, landing i i see it now yeah king's landing it's a place to be so that's and where that's, daenerys plans to end yeah she she wants that throne she wants that ah. town or that city uh the reason Cersei says let them fight will be safe here, uh-huh. the White Walkers cannot cross over water. It's not an island, though. It's just really far south. That's it. It's by, like, it's by the ocean, but you they don't have to cross water to get to it. Okay, so the, the way that I understood was you have this big force and this other big force, the White Walkers. They're going to fight each other. They're going to duke it out. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're both going to get weaker than um, Cersei is right now, you know? So yeah. that's kind of her tactic. Yeah. Yeah. Cersei right? doesn't have enough men. That's why she has the cell swords. But I believe even though they these two fight it out over here, even if, like, if the White Walkers win, they can get everybody who's uh, there see, then and that. attack Cersei. Right. Um, it's... She just so is is she that arrogant? Yes. Yes. Yeah, she oh. is. She's very arrogant. Uh, she's not seen. Okay. But she's lost a lot to get to that point. Also, so she was already arrogant, and then losing her kids. Uh, her asshole husband dies early. Uh, then she loses her brother slash lover. That's a weird thing. Uh, she loses so many people, and so many things happen. It just, she kept going downhill. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. But she's probably just numb, just whatever, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I gotta think about, I, I gotta look at my notes and think, okay, um, what scene is this from? Okay, so the man having the threesome. <laughs> First, I, I got some que- questions in that scene where it starts off with the man having the threesome and the three women just talking. <laughs> it's like how, how do you that's, stay hard with that's that? That's the probably <laughs> yeah. That's the most boring sex scene <laughs> in the show. So my first question is, uh, did Sarah cover your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I was it was very weird though. It was, very it, weird. it was a weird sex scene. Mm-hmm. That, I wouldn't call that a sex scene. It was when, a weird naked girl scene. If you watch the show scene. and you watch all the sex scenes, it's like sex for the most part it's like they're they're doing it like 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 aunts and nephews kind of sex really like hot and heavy (laughs) so they're like so if you put it in perspective if you watch all of those sex scenes and then watch this one there there's a reason (laughs) why it 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 was was like they're a married couple and just talking (laughs) while uh we only have five minutes come on yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh so so who is he 
Uh, he is Tyrion's friend. Um, he is... Uh, he used to be friends with Tyrion and Tyrion's brother. Um, how do I word this better? So, Tyrion first met him, like, way back at the beginning of the show. He got in trouble and needed to do a... What they do, they, um, basically fight for their life. Uh, so if they lose, then they're guilty. Uh, if they win, then they get to go off free. Okay, it was a court thing? Yeah. So he basically had somebody fight for him, and where he was at, he didn't know anybody. And Braun, the guy in that scene, uh-huh. was like, you seem cool, I'll fight for you. And he won, so since then they have this kind of interesting friendship. Like, they... I actually really like their friendship. They're pretty cool together. Yeah. Um, With some bromance he... happening? A little bit. But Braun is very much, he just... He only thinks of himself where he's not going to put himself really in a situation where... Other than the fighting. Yeah, other than the fighting. Co- say, okay. After that, he mostly does it for gold and to basically get a higher status. So Cersei was offering him like a name, a castle, like a wife, right, that, all that, sorts of that stuff. That was one of the... Uh, yeah. So he stayed back instead of going with Tyrion to go join Daenerys. So now he's kind of pledged himself to Cersei. Right. So in that scene, that's when, um, like, the hand of Cersei, so basically, like, her right-hand man, right. comes in and says, you know, Cersei has this job for you um, in the case that uh, Jaime Lannister and Tyrion Lannister don't die fighting up north. Basically, she wants them dead. So the crossbow that she can't, that they hand to Bronn uh-huh. to kill him and he, they're like oh it's symbolic that's because Tyrion used that crossbow to kill the father so Cersei, Jaime and Tyrion's dad so oh. that's the crossbow that he used to kill yeah, the because, dad uh, that, was, that was in my notes uh, the uh, the hand did say uh, the words one of my favorite word, uh, phrase, poetic justice, which always has deep meaning to it. Mm. So I, I did really want to know that. There's but, a lot but, of history with that crossbow. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, thank you for that. Okay, so at, at this point, uh, I'm sorry, did you want to add anything? Uh, their friendship, Tyrion and Bronn, became really, really close. Uh, Tyrion, in the beginning, uh, the Lannisters are the wealthiest people in the show. So whenever Tyrion got into a lot of trouble, he said, "I can give you a bunch of money. I, I can give you this whole land." And he was he was always buying his way out of trouble. So uh, whenever Bronn was gonna help him out, Tyrion would give him a bunch of money. So that just kind of boosted uh, so, their friendship. Okay. And since he was leaving, one he killed the father. And the father who is the one who gave him a lot of the money. Uh, after he killed him and wasn't going to be in King's Landing, there was really no way he was going to pay him all that money that he wanted. So that's one reason, another reason why he stayed with Cersei in, in King's Landing. Uh-huh. So that. Okay. Okay. Now, at this point, we are back on the ship. Okay. So th- this was probably one of my favorite scenes just because it had... A little bit of action and I understand that this is a build-up this is a uh, everybody a lot of people from the beginning branching out and everybody's coming back together on mm-hmm. this last season this had a lot of that and even this scene right here had um, some action with 
uh, that bringing back. So, so we're back on the boat where the the woman that's a hostage. What's her name again? Yara. Yara. It's going to take me years, like seven seasons, Dude, to I'm remember everybody's names. names. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it twice. I'm still learning name. So, so we're back on the ship with Yara, and then uh, um, uh, so so these guys get swiftly killed. And, and a man like uh, chops this guy's temple loose from his head, gets into that room, unties Yara. Uh, Yara gets up, headbutts this man. Yes. Which I, I, I could already assume I know who it is. Um, and then uh, <laughs> extends her hand to help him up. He accepts. They get up. And it's like a, like a big thank you. A big fuck you, but thank you. Um, I assume this is her brother? Yes. Yes. So that's okay. the brother. The reason she's mad is because when she got captured, uh, what was the uncle's name again? Euron. Yeah, Euron had a knife to her throat and said, like, oh, I'm going to kill her. And instead of him helping her, he just abandoned ships. He, he, and jumps, he jumps off a boat and swims away. So it's like, haha, I'm better than him. And, like, she's captured now. Backstory, so- though... If you saw what he was recovering from, he was captured by, um, like, Re- Bruce Bolton's son, so Bruce Bolton, and he chopped off his penis, held him captured, and basically brainwashed him to believe his his name was Reek, and he slept in with the dogs and was just this very timid person who didn't do anything, didn't even know who he was anymore. And this so, was the brother. Yes. So at oh, this wow. point in the story, like, you know, he's recovered a lot. He's a little bit more who he used to be now, but when right. he jumped ship to that point, he was still kind he of still that scared Greek yeah. person, so he panicked and abandoned ship. That sounds like a hardcore story. Yeah, so from then to when he saves his sister again, so much time is going by where he's barely getting his confidence. I mean, I mean, barely getting his confidence. Right. So he finally gets it back, really, once uh, he's with a bunch of his uh, people from Iron Islands. And they're saying, let's get our ships and let's just go somewhere else. And he's saying, no, we had to go save my sister. So they start fucking with him and it's like, oh, you don't have a, you don't have balls. You don't have anything. We're way bigger men than you. So then he gets in a fight and he's getting his ass kicked. And then he beats the shit out of some dude. And they're like, you know what? This guy's still pretty tough. We're going to help him out. Right. So he does build up his confidence again. But he, like Sarah said, uh, he's still pretty, like, like not super confident, still a little weak. Um, and his sister has some balls. She's tough. So that's why she just lays him out with an awesome headbutt. Yeah. But, but there's that tough love there. Yeah. No, no, I dig that. I dig that. Uh, they're both gingers, and I'm pretty sure uh, <laughs> that has a lot to do with yeah, that. I loved that scene. Oh, it was awesome. I, I knew that I was thought a good she was going to punch him. I didn't see the headbutt, but I saw it was the headbutt. Headbutt was is like, a lot okay. more brutal. Mm-hmm. I was expecting a punch. Because you're, you're taking a lot of pain to the face to give someone pain to their face. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, what would have really uh, been disrespectful is a slap. Yeah, like, I, I feel no, like she's if, better than that. I feel like if somebody punched me, I'd be pissed. But if somebody slapped me, I would, I would vengeance. I think they, <laughs> I think they picked the right, yeah. I think they picked the right move for her because a, a slap, a, a slap is like kind of like a huh. That's a bitch move. It's like a bitch thing, <laughs> kind of the way that they said poison is a woman's 
uh, tool, like like a woman's weapon. Uh, you're not, right, right. You don't get poisoned like by a man in the in the show. Um, not uh, necessarily. It, not necessarily. <laughs> but it's typically right. They, so they who poison? Who poisoned Jeffrey's drink? Um, Geoffrey's. That would be um, shoot. What's her name? I don't know her the... name. Oh, so it was a girl. Yes, yeah. that's funny. It's a. It's I'm a sorry woman. that 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 thought that thought of a, a woman. Sorry, but uh, I, like I was saying, a like a slap wouldn't have been right. A punch close, but a headbutt shows her character and like her character is like mm-hmm. brutal. Yeah, brutal. Brutal. Yeah, brutal, man. I loved it. Okay, at the end of their uh, talk, is wh- what is the significance or the meaning of what is dead may never die. So that goes back to their god, the god of the sea, where okay. they drown them. Oh, um, okay. And those who come back are stronger. And then the fact that she was like, uh, like at the end, because he's saying he's going to go back to help fight the White Walkers. So basically, like, saying, like, you know, make sure you kill the fuckers anyway. Like, oh, no yeah, yeah. So, so I think I did mishear. That, that's in my notes. Did I mishear? Um,. What's dead may never I, die. What's dead may never die. They killed the bastards anyway. But kill the yeah. bastards. The, okay, that's yeah. see that that that's part of the uh, the whole cl- closed captioning thing. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I replayed yeah, that, that section. Yeah, I, I read that one. Yeah. I didn't quite hear it. Yeah. It's but kill the bastards anyways. Good. That makes it, more sense. It's the Nightwalkers. They're dead. So right. They they walk all day, all night. They don't stop. So right. Um, they're they're dead, so that's what she was applying to. It was them. But kill the bastards. Anyway. I I do like that. Like that whole scene, and then that talk afterwards. I was like, this is a that that, that that's uh somebody I, I'm willing to follow. Yep, I'm willing to follow. Okay, so right here I got after after this um you got Jon Snow is now riding a dragon. Uh. Pinnacle moment. So that is actually it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it actually is. It's a huge deal, so, right? What most people don't know, the only people who can ride dragons are Targaryens. Oh my god. Right. So, that just kind of <laughs> helps show <laughs> that oh my god. he's a Targaryen. Well, I don't know how he didn't notice that, or either they both don't know, or something. Cause, um, right, maybe, maybe it's like the dragons follow her, understand her so much that they sense her trust in Jon Snow, but no, that's not what it is. It's the blood. It's the yeah. blood, yeah. They're, they're related. So I thought that was hilarious, but it was super cool to watch them do that because mm, there's there's some green screen. Like, uh, obviously, they're, right. they're not real dragons and stuff, but they shoot on location. So they, they'll go out to, like, Iceland and stuff, and they'll shoot there. So, like, the scene where they're, uh, they're by the dragons after they're done writing and before, uh, too... Uh, they're actually like standing on ice and in snow and stuff. Right. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of that you can you can really see that it's not a set, and that I do like. That yeah. that I can respect. Um, uh, is there anything to consider during this time? No, I, I think we already covered that. Okay. After the ride, he goes to the. Uh, favorite hunting spot is there anything significant about that hunting spot or that was just a nice little moment it was just kind of a nice moment i think it was just kind of 
really seeing how they're developing as a okay. relationship before we have this a, huge a very romantic blow. relationship. Yeah. They, they would make a perfect couple, it's what, which really is funny. weird. I like two <laughs> before. Yes. Uh, so the 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 wildling that he meets before the wildling that he meets before, uh, oh, they're okay. actually married in real life. So that's really cool. So they're married, but in the show, it's the Daenerys and John are like together. So it's really funny when you watch on set the bloopers and stuff because they'll have a scene where they're making out, and then the guy will go cut. They'll turn away from each other and go. <laughs> in real life, the actors are like best friends. Mm-hmm. So Jon Snow and Daenerys, they're like best friends. So they're like when oh, they sure. first read the scripts, like in the interviews, when they found out that they were love interests, they were like, "Oh God, this is disgusting." So like. They just uh, like. Do they have a lot of uh, growth together in the um, the series? So they kind of started out the series like at the same time. They were kind of in the same place, just kind of young actors, not really much going for them. So they were right. still kind of new to the whole thing. So they kind of developed together, got famous together. So they just, you know, they spent a lot of time together. So they're just not shooting together. Same no, they, okay. they majority just, okay. of the series they were never shooting together. Yeah, they okay. don't really meet each other until So then that. it's an actual friendship. It's not mm-hmm. circum- circumstantial yeah. where mm-hmm. they're just around each other a lot. Yeah, and their characters... That, that's, that's genuine. Their characters don't really meet until season seven. Really. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're, we're at the um, the hunting ground of Jon Snow, his favorite place, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the uh, dragon is uh, staring at Jon Snow while he's making, up, making out with his aunt. Mm-hmm. Does the dragon know that they're related? Is that why he's staring at her? There's a lot of speculation around what that means. So there's a couple fan theories out there as well. So there's one that it was Bran looking through the dragon's eyes. So if you know Bran, he is like the three-eyed raven. So he can see into the present, the past. He can look through eyes of animals, other people. Okay. So there's that theory that he's kind of watching because the very next scene is when he talks to Sam and is saying, we need to tell him now. So there's that theory. Oh, wait. Bran is the wheelchair-bound child. Yes. yes. Which is also a Stark. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. I'm up to date. Yes. Uh, there's also a theory that I heard. I'm not sure what I think of this one. Um that it was the Night King looking through the dragon's eyes. There's a theory out there that Daenerys actually becomes the Night Queen. So the reason why they think that the Night King's looking through the dragon's eyes is to kind of keep tabs on her sort of a thing. I don't know that sounds a little how I feel about this. There's several things out there that I've read where I can kind of see how people would get to this conclusion and she did do an interview after filming that said learning what Daenerys does really fucks her up so it has people kind of speculating what happens I mean that right there can be spinned into yes uh, help that theory Uh out I'm not sure exactly how I feel about that one yet um, another one I heard was because that dragon Drogon is named after um, Daenerys's late husband Cal Drogo, so someone said it's Cal Drogo's spirit watching them. 
Man, I just... just think that it's, you know, the kid, like, because that's her son, just like, what you guys doing over there? Like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just a simple dragon, that... just kind of like, don't you touch my mom, kind of. Yeah. I'm not going to call you dad. Wait, wait, so. so... <laughs> <laughs> You're not a real dad. <laughs> Which one did Jon Snow ride? The other one or, the, or the Drago? Other one. Okay. Yeah, what, what, Drogon what? is like Daenerys. Oh, okay. Oh, see, dragon. so you can see where it's like he's more protective yeah. and yeah. really keeping an eye. Uh, what What is the other one's name? I don't know. So Rago, is it Rago? Rago. Rago is the one that Rago is the one that John rode, and then there's Drogo. So the Syrian is the one. Oh, died. Oh, that's yeah. the one that, that the Night King had. Right yeah, the Syrian yeah. okay. the one that died. That was a sad scene. Okay, Ugh. so okay, so we're looking it up. It says Rhaegal. Rhaegal, Rhaegal is the uh, dragon that Jon Snow rid, righted. Damn, what's that? Jon Snow's little sis, the assassin. Arya. Arya. That one I did remember. I just didn't try hard enough. <laughs> All right, so there seems to be some sort of reunion where she goes into that Smith commune or building. I wasn't quite clear on that with this melty face guy what's up with that melty face i did hear him mention hound i did hear him mention with the uh three talkative hookers (laughs) (laughs) so that's actually a different person that the hookers are talking about oh a different melt face yes that's weird yeah that melt face that the hookers are talking about is actually um so there was an episode (laughs) where they had um Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran in, and he was one of the soldiers, and he was singing. Um, So the Eddie guy that the hookers were talking about with the melty face, who was a ginger, that is who Ed Sheeran is. Because people were questioning what happened to him, because he was there for one episode and then left. kind of, like, hinted at he's possibly the guy who doesn't have eyelids anymore. Oh, that's... Oh, right. How did you sleep? That's funny. (laughs) Um, so, so So what's up with their reunion? Okay, so like, the Hound, that's who Arya saw. Um, the Hound, yes. yes. They got together fairly early on in the season, um, or in the series. So she was leaving, like, King's Landing, because she was there when Ned Stark died, and she basically ran away because she knew, like, they would start coming after the Starks. So she went and was trying to keep herself safe and hidden, and she crossed paths with the Hound because he ended up leaving King's Landing. Uh, He just got sick of them, you know, treating him like shit, and he didn't want to keep fighting, which makes no sense because that's what he does the whole time. (laughs) Um, But he kind of, you would say took her under his wing but more kind of as his prisoner because he wanted to bring her back to her family in exchange for money uh but they actually kind of develop this relationship where they actually look out for each other they bond i actually she learns from him kinda i actually really liked them together but the whole time she says i'm gonna kill you like you're on my list of people who i want to kill and he just kind of like laughs it off like yeah you're never right. gonna get that chance and um so it comes to i believe it was season seven or the end of season six um 
he essentially gets into this fight with um, Brienne of Tarth, who she pledged herself to Catelyn Stark, which is the Stark's mom, okay. to protect her family. So she finds Arya with him and wants to you know, bring her back to Winterfell, keep her safe. And so she gets into a fight with the Hound. And she's like this badass. Like, she's she's a big girl. And beautiful fighter. Like, she beats the shit out of the Hound. And he ends up falling off this cliff. And is like... Arya goes and finds him laying there. And he... Basically, like, dying. And he's pleading to her, like... Put me out of my misery. Blah, blah, blah. Cross me off your list. Uh, uh-huh. Kind of a thing. And yeah. so she doesn't. She just takes his gold and leaves him there. So that's why that's he harsh. was like, oh, you left me for dead. And she was just like, no, I stole from you. <laughs> that was a, a very bitter. You could sense the bitterness between them two. Because he's so tough and because she's so tough, they just kind of worked together instead of clashed, right. really. So that's why he was just like, that's why you're still still alive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, all right, so... so, And then she talks with the uh, uh, the, uh, the Smith. Smith. Yeah. Um, real quick, anything significant there? Or I don't remember he's there just being a significant... Kind of. They were together before. Um, so Gendry, he's actually Robert Baratheon's bastard son that nobody really knows about. Robert Baratheon was Cersei's husband, so he's, like, right now the king of uh, King's Landing, like, of uh, all of everybody. Um, so he's the bastard son. He took off running from King's Landing to stay safe, and right. they met up when Arya was kind of on the run, and nothing was really happening but with them then, like, because Arya was just really young then, so now that they're meeting up, I think I saw something starting of, like, a romantic interest between them. Very just kind of subtle signs, like, they finally, like, now that they're older and more developed, kind of started noticing each other. Okay. So, um, I would personally like to see something develop there. I don't know if it'll happen or not, but... It was very business talk, and a little bit of just, like, good to see you, man, but... There was just that super subtle of like, this could work. If you, <laughs> if you like me and I like you, this could work. And I like that. That's the, that's all that they hinted at. Yeah. Like, there's no other than before, there's no history whatsoever. Okay. Um, I, I got I to ask, what is Valerian Steel? Valerian Steel is the lightest, best, <sighs> oops, lightest, best metal to make swords with. Ah, yeah. ah, okay. It, it's, it's hard, a, hard to come by, the I best assume. metal. Okay. Okay, so one important thing to keep in mind about the Valerian steel is that that's one of the only metals that can kill a White Walker besides, like, the dragon glass. So having a Valerian steel weapon is huge in this coming battle against the White Walkers. So right now we know that Jon Snow's uh, sword is Valerian steel and um, Arya's dagger? Dagger is also Valerian, is also Valerian steel. Mm. What is Dragonglass? Dragonglass is actually where Daenerys was at. Like There's, a, there's a, a huge mining spot where she was at. That's also a really big reason why they wanted her to was that dragon glass it's right. uh 
I don't know exactly what it is. They went over it. Uh, it's like just kind of a form of like metal sort of a thing that you mine it up and then you can kind of melt it down and create weapons out of it. Okay, okay. So right now we have Valerian steel that can uh, that is effective against white walkers. Dragon glass that is effective against white walkers and fire and fire. All three Which of is those why the dragons are so like important, right? Mm, yeah. So yeah, you can burn them and they die. That is also why that very fucking scary scene with the little boy. Oh. oh. I hate oh it. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure you have that in your notes. Yes. Because uh, that that is their doing. They killed that boy, which is the boy from the scene from earlier who gets sent off to get his the people, the wagons. Oh, and stuff. I didn't even notice that's that. That's the little boy. Yeah, that's, oh, that's Lord no. Edward. So, <laughs> so he is. Uh, he's the boy who died. And you see him open his eyes and like lunge at him again. Right. He died, and uh, what's his name used his flaming sword to kill him because you can't just stab him. Right. So since we're on that, wait, wait, you can't just stab him in the head with any kind of metal. No. Oh you wow! You have to have Valerian dragon glass or fire. No way. So that I makes don't know if so he has much a, harder. I don't know if he has a, a Valerian steel, steel sword that catches on fire. Or if it's just a sword that catches on fire. But either way, he can use that sword to kill yeah, White Walkers. I, I, I did look in a little bit about this whole Game of Thrones stuff and noticed that there was a, a flaming sword. And do we know anything else besides the sword, besides it had the propane tank hidden somewhere? So that goes back again to um, the Lord of Light. So that is the guy who has been brought back i think six times now so he's died six oh times God. and he's been brought back each each time missing something because I, I noticed yeah. he was missing an eye uh-huh <laughs> um so the thing is he had like a priest that followed him around who would bring him back every time and in the last season that priest died so we're going into this he's like this is my last life this is, yeah so he's kind of like you, you know said like, six times yes. so far wow yeah, he's almost made it to nine lives. Yeah. <laughs> almost. <laughs> All right, let me. Uh, we jumped ahead. I don't blame you. Okay, so we're gonna retract back to the uh, the man in the library. I assume it's a library. Oh, uh, it's... because Daenerys and this other man uh, wa- walked in and let this guy know that hey, I-, I killed your dad, which apparently he wasn't too like. Oh man, that really sucks. That's really sad. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I killed your brother, and then he he loses it. Yeah. Um. Uh. So he he seems to be some sort of researcher that finds the truth about uh John John Snow. Can, can can you give me a little bit of knowledge on him? That is Sam. Sam was at the uh at the wall. He's a Night's Watch member, so he's he was really good friends with John. Okay. So that's how they know each other, and then. He goes to I can't remember what they're called. Where does he go? The he, he becomes a maester. Or tries to. Yeah, he tries to become a maester. So he's reading all of the books there to try to find a, a really good way to defeat the White Walkers and just kind of help that way because he's not that much of a fighter. You see him in the beginning when you first meet he's him. Very timid. Stuff. Yeah, he he's yeah. he's a pushover. Um, but then he becomes a little bit tougher, and now he can kind of like defend himself and his lady. 
Um, but that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Um, he didn't like his father, so that's why he was. When you notice, he's kind of like, "Oh, he's dead. That's kind of sad, but whatever." So uh, he ends up going back to his family for uh, safe haven, uh, even though he knew that his dad wasn't gonna like him. And his dad just talks shit on him and his lady and the baby that they have. Uh, so he stole the family sword that was supposed to be given to him, and he was just kind of like, uh, uh, "Oh, he mentioned that the mm- stealing of something to be pardoned." Yeah. That, sto- that sword he stole is also a Valerian steel sword. Okay. Yeah. So, that- so at least we have four weapons <laughs> in this world that can defend themselves <laughs> against these. Oh, there's a lot of there's a lot, there's a lot of Valerian steel. It's just now they have to get it over to their guys. E- oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, I know a lot of it is in King's Landing, right? Yeah, a lot of it's in King's Landing, and a lot of them didn't show up or aren't going to show up. So, you know. A lot of them are just gonna have to fight with whatever they got. Uh, yeah. Is there is there any effective way besides fire? Uh, like, can you beat these White Walkers so bad that they just stop moving? Like, I would imagine that's a thing, right? I want to say that, like, cutting their heads off kills them. We, we just you don't fight that many well not they had that big battle there's a couple big battles with, with the white them. walkers and just, i want to say they chopped off their heads and i think that about did it at least subdued them a, a really good way God, to, what if they're to, in that field like, arr, the arr, only arr, thing that's arr. like really close to how they fight in infinity war uh when they're in wakanda and they have a bunch of those weird whatever things uh-huh i don't know what they're what those things are called but they're like trying to get through that like little those little aliens trying to get to the force field thing yeah and how they just kind of all jump on top of one and like attack and rip and stuff that's almost a little less crazier than that but that's pretty much how the white walkers fight with swords oh okay. so they're insane so and there's like thousands and thousands of them oh so they're fighters they're fighters, yeah. They're, 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 they they are, don't uh, just eat you or anything like okay, that. They're, they're not really zombies. Um, what was I going to say, though? Yeah, chopping off their heads might work. I don't remember quite seeing it, but I know everyone in those two fights that I did see with them, all of them didn't have Valerian Steel, but a lot of them did put up a fight. Right. So they either, you know, something had to happen where they killed a lot of them off. They did have something. There's got to be something. I mean, yeah. There is yeah. a scene where they were trying to get proof other than their word to bring to Cersei. So they would uh, all like uh, join together. So they had a plan to go grab one of the White uh, white Walkers and bring it back. Um, and then there's a scene where they're surrounded by them, but they're in like a super small like little island. And there's a bunch of water, a bunch of water around them. And the White Walkers are just, they stop because they know once they go in that water, they just sink and they can't get back. So that's another maybe plan that they might try to do, but I don't know how they could use that, really. Yes. Right, right. Um, I don't know. They haven't really talked about their plan at all. It's more of just like, here's everybody. Right, right. This, this episode is all about everybody coming. To, uh, a lot of people coming together. Yeah, a lot of people coming together. Like, uh, you know. Uh, but I will say, I will say, I did notice some, um, some cinema. 
for the I, photography? Thank you. Is that the yes, word? Okay. That's the word I was looking for that I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Let me try to say this. Cinematography. <laughs> Cinematography. Perfect. Cinematography. <laughs> so so I did notice some cinematography um <laughs> skill there when um I'm sorry, what is the uh researcher's name that he was trying to join that one clan? Sam. 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 That's like the easiest name. <laughs> the easiest name Sam. out of everybody. I didn't even try then. Oh, that's the second time I didn't try. Aria, I do remember. Aria. <laughs> Sam. So Sam, um, he, he is uh, telling Jon Snow, and the camera is focused mainly on Jon Snow. And w- do, do you know the actor's name? Kit Harrington? He is Something an amazing like actor. Like, wow. Yeah, he like, like It's all about... Lot face facial expression mm-hmm. and and it t- it told a story of like of the information being fed that is just so outlandish by the standards so like like you, you got to think okay this is my world this is my world this is my world oh actually no that that's not it like that that's like me being told that okay my mom is not my mom and my uncle is actually my dad but he didn't want me so it gave it to my mom like yeah. I would be like, no, my mom is my mom. That'd be the first thing I focus on. No, my mom raised me. Mm-hmm. She is the, my mom. Mm-hmm. That'd be the, I understand that Jon Snow only first focused on that. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta try to get like, uh, some kind of betrayal, some confusion, sadness. <laughs> yeah. He- Everything, every real like emotion into just that little on oh, no, the like uh, like two minute explanation on and you just got this expressions on his face. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. I do love in the background of the scene. So it starts off with the statue of Ned Stark, who was right the dad, and then as he's getting this information, the camera shifts to now have Lyanna Stark's. Um, statue in the background oh, who's his real mom so you don't really notice it but watching it you can kind of su- see it oh. shift to where it's like okay so this was your dad but not really this is actually your lineage and that I, is that just kind of wow. it's the little things like that right. about this show that it's just like they put so much thought into every little detail right that is wow that's gold right there that's gold. That could be appreciated by anybody. Like that that's appreciated by me that's jumping in right now. First episode, season eight. <laughs> you know? Like th- this is some good shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it really me like this is this is me. Okay. Um I just turned twenty one. Um I have never had anything to drink of my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna try some um some um um Johnny Walker Blue. You know this, mm. this is some pr- uh, great A shit right here. Oh my my next one was the uh, Night King's message. That was crazy. That 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 was a good one. I did notice that whole um he used limbs from people <laughs> around mm-hmm. that boy, which I didn't notice was uh Lord Umbub, uh, <laughs> whatever that kid's name. Um. Uh, that that was it was gruesome. It was gruesome. So with that too. So like the White Walkers, they don't talk. So the, what they do, you'll find throughout like the series, is that they send messages by creating these symbols that again kind of go back to how the Night King and the White Walkers and stuff were created. They were 
created from, um, was it the tree people to help fight against the first men? And so these symbols are part of like the tree people's language. So this is how they're communicating, and they use the limbs of the people or animals that they kill to create these symbols. That's that's hard. So the first men does mean actually the first men that came into reality, or yes. is it something else? Okay, so so nobody likes people is what I'm reading, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah. the uh, tree people. Okay, well nobody likes men. Um, so the tree people are like, well, I don't like this new species coming to, yep. so I'm gonna create these zombie, <laughs> zombie yeah. guys. So I they, think they use dragon glass. Yeah, right? they use dragon glass to create. They get the Night King. they get one of the first oh. men. They tie him up and they they push this dragon glass dagger into his chest and he becomes uh, the knight. No. The, Essentially, he is the Night King. The Night King. Yeah. Is it the same enti- entity that? Is yeah, that is the okay. guy that you've been seeing. Yeah, so he's been around how, how long? This is centuries, 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 or like God. millennials, or long, long, long time. Uh, un- undescribable. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. they even mention a kind of about how long ago this was? I believe so, but I can't remember exactly. It was be- uh, like way before, like any. Yeah, well, first men really, and everybody. Yeah, you can't yeah. really give it a date. Just that it's a very long time before this stuff that's happening yeah um so would you say since since the seven realms that that's what it's called right yeah. seven realms uh that is obviously on a planet that is not earth uh according to history so would you say that this is in a in a in a galaxy far far away <laughs> it could be <laughs> want to get one nerd thing and another nerd thing and collide them yes you have to i i think sure i think you started with someone... that did I? Yeah. I probably did. You, you tied in Marvel did uh, I? with, yeah. with oh, Infinity okay. War already. Shut up. Yeah. No. <laughs> so okay, we're at the last scene. Someone is riding in a, on a horse. Uh, they're covered up into Winterfell. Who is this? So that is Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. He was uh, this real big shot. Uh, he was in charge of the the army of uh, in King's Landing. Okay. And he is the one who pushed Bran out from the tower and crippled him. <laughs> he pushed him out of the tower because Bran witnessed him and Cersei, his twin sister, doing it. Oh my god. And he did not want people to know, so he shoved him, thinking it would kill him, but it didn't. It just paralyzed him. Paralyzed him, (laughs) put him in a coma, and then he, like, forgot, and everyone thought, because he's a climber, that he was climbing and slipped and fell. Oh no. And then people forgot about it. And then people kind of just figured it out, (laughs) uh through uh, d- just like stories and stuff and i guess some some how did it get leaked i don't remember how well, exactly everyone knows that cersei and jamie do it now because yeah. they stopped hiding it because they're like we love each other who cares what the world thinks and <laughs> yes so, so they, they they love each other now and then bran now that he is the three-eyed raven he can see all of this this stuff so he learned from himself and I like, if you look back, Bran isn't inside throughout this whole episode. 
He's, no, he's not. He's, he's out there watching everybody come in. And I want to add on top of that, when you're watching, uh, when you're watching them mine everything, uh, what's his name again? The the guy, the Smith, Gendry. Gendry, when he's working in there, where it's really hot, you see his breath. That's how cold it is. And oh. so Bran was outside. It was cold as shit, and he's outside, and <sighs> it looked like he was waiting for him the whole time. So he knew he was coming. Oh, so he does say when he tells Sam to go talk to John about who he really is. Right. He says, "You have to do it on your own. I'm waiting for an old friend." Oh, yeah. and that's when he comes damn. in, and that's when they just share that look. Because he knows what he did, and he knows what you like. Uh, it's, it's it's a lot of just when, tension. When would you say this happened? That happened the very first season, uh, very first episode. <laughs> That's so he pushes him, boom, all the way till now they did not see each other. That's how long a lot of these characters have wow. not worked together, and they just don't have scenes together. They are in the same building a lot of the times but they don't they haven't worked together yeah so for jamie and brand to see each other like that is a huge thing you, you know and, and and i would imagine because they ended it on that so so mm-hmm. i i saw oh, okay another meeting what do we got and then those credits and i was like oh well that was obviously something important mm-hmm. it's crazy important uh i they're gonna they're gonna go into that um, I think Jamie is going to tell everybody what uh, Cersei's plan is, how she's just going to stay and hang back, and it's going to cause a lot of problems uh-huh. because that means a lot of manpower that they're just not going to get. Um, and then all that obvious tension of who he is, what he's done, um, and how can he help now that he only has one, uh, I think it's his right hand, so he only has one hand. Oh yeah, there's yeah. that. You'll I, I see did, that I did if see you somebody. Watch it. Um, it might have been a recap. Uh, I did see him. Now that I see that it's him, cover up his hand. It, it looked like it was either gold or eaten up. Um, and you can see skeleton. What? What? What is it? It was gold. No. It. it yeah. He does have a, a metal hand now. Gold. It's a gold hand. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it is his right hand, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's his right hand, and he was a he was a swordsman, so like he needed his right hand. So now he's slowly training to use his left, but he's still just like I I think they said like oh a a twelve year old can beat you up or something like that. (laughs) So like he's still not very good at it, but he is practicing. So that he doesn't have that much value other than the news of Cersei. Oh wow! Who's to see what happens? There's a scene in the the trailer of the season of him fighting. Uh huh. But it it also looked like he had a lot of backup, so he's not by himself. Yeah, I haven't seen I that trailer. Personally, think that he is going to have a lot of impact on the coming things because there is word about how, like, they're very like this is your fate. This is you know what you're supposed to do throughout everything, and like. Bran, it was his fate, his destiny to become the Three-Eyed Raven, so he needed that push off of mm. the thing. So Bran and Jamie's very- like destinies and stuff, they're kind of intertwined, so I think we're going to see a lot between the two of them develop throughout. A lot of the- acceptance, because everything has to happen. It, it's a very, it's a very, th- there are type of people that is like, 
everything happens for a reason. Okay, th- there could be a lot of acceptance with a lot of bullshit there. I don't think Bran is gonna try to fight him or be mad. I definitely, especially now that he's like three-eyed raven, is just kind of he's not really, like, as he says, he's not the story anymore. He just is kind of observes everything. Right. I think he's gonna be more of like, I forgive you, I know what you did, but here's kind of where you fit in. This is what we need you to do, sort of a thing. Is what wow. I think is gonna happen, but I don't know. I can see, yeah, him not, like, wanting to fight him or anything, obviously. Uh, I okay. think it's gonna be a lot of just, like, yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, just, this is your role now. You gotta help this way. But everybody else is gonna, obviously gonna have a huge problem with him. I think especially John, because John is, like, super protective and loves him. Right. Uh, from the last time he sees him, he gives him a big old kiss on the forehead. And then the first time he sees him, he gives him a big old kiss on the forehead. Right. Just to show that, like, that love for him. So I'm pretty sure they're all gonna have that meeting. He's gonna be standing right in the center and uh, three people up front and they're all, they're all gonna try to lay into him and uh, everybody hates King's Landing and the Lannisters. So it's just gonna <laughs> be that, that headbutting again. So, uh, but yeah, I could see him also having a big part of it too. I was just going to say, side note, um, one thing I do like, I read an interview for that the actor who plays Brandon and everyone is saying, you know, that stare that you gave everybody was so good. Like, it really looked like you were just staring into them. And he was just like, well, yeah, I can't have my glasses on when I'm on set. So I was blind. So he's like, I just couldn't see. So uh, I just thought it was hilarious because that's there's like this awesome. perfect stare like deep into someone. He's just like, yeah, I'm blind. I had no idea what I was looking at. <laughs> that's great. He's blind throughout the whole show. Like Every episode, he doesn't have his glasses on. I just thought that was hilarious. Always there. Can't have contacts. I don't. Oh man. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. Okay. Well, that was awesome. That that was a very uh, intense. I can tell how intense, like how awesome, everything. Like you just get the feeling it was filmed so well. You get the feeling what this episode was was about. Mm-hmm. And me being an absolute noob, do does not even know. The name of ev- anybody, except for Jon Snow. Um, yeah, that's the only person I did know. What about Sam? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Did we talk about Sam? <laughs> um, you can tell like every- everything going on. You you can really feel it yeah. through uh, through the television, and that that I really did like. Uh, do, do you have Do you have any final thoughts? Uh, I just on on the last episode or expectations. They they showed. Uh, I don't want to get too much into it because that's more for next time. But they did show like the clip of what's going to happen next episode, and it it looks like they're finally going to take a lot of that action and put it into that episode. So there's some in this one, uh, but they're going to put a lot of it in the next one. So that next episode is going to look really exciting. Well, well, I can't wait. Well, th- this was a really really fun time, and I'm really uh, uh, thankful for for you guys to come and take the time out of your day, come and talk purely and strictly well not strictly there was some uh star wars and um <laughs> marvel yeah. and, and um and and um yeah marvel sorry uh references there so purely as strictly as possible game of thrones and and teaching me a little thing or two and 
I had more fun talking to you guys about this than actually watching it. <laughs> like, like it was just like because watching it was fun, and I'm like, "Ooh, what's this about? Uh-huh. Ooh, what's this about? Ooh, mm-hmm. that seems spicy." <laughs> <laughs> Once you really know everything, it's awesome to oh, watch yeah. it again. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so definitely watch it, and then get back up to now and you're gonna watch it again you're like oh that's why that little thing is crazy right right yeah oh my god that's that's years of just <laughs> watching this it took sarah and i about four or five months to watch all of it oh really yeah we watched about three episodes a night yeah the second time around it went a lot faster because we just binge watched the whole thing yeah <laughs> all right i'm gonna have to take a week off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, uh, th- thank you, thank you a lot. Like I said, um, um, all right, let's uh, go ahead and end this. Thank you. All right, thank you guys. Bye. Once again, that was uh, David and Sarah Jimenez talking Game of Thrones on Fantastic Gatherings of Unfantastic People.